last podcast we did was just you and I. Oh, all right, cool. Uh, bam, we're live. Guys, good morning. Good morning. Uh, we were supposed to have Sarah Sigmund's daughter on. We had a last-minute uh, change. No worries. Uh, she will be on next week. And um, I was excited to do a live call-in show this morning. I love them. And um, I had uh, Connor on before. It, within, within the last year, you've been on the show, right, Connor? A couple months ago, yes, sir. And you have your own podcast. I do. And uh, it was funny because yesterday someone was uh, sent me a link to your Instagram. I was like, dude, you need to be doing stuff like this. I'm like, I'm absolutely going to start stealing his shit. And it was a uh, post you made with your daughter. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny <laughs> enough on the topic we're going down. But yeah. people love that. People are like, yeah, put more of her on there. And I'm like, I think we have some good content outside of her. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't give a shit. Just her. Awesome. Yeah. One of the guys, oh, a friend of mine's like, dude, steal, steal, plagiarize. Um, I, um, so a few days ago, or, or yeah, here it is. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Here we um, go. One of your friends. Who is it? Haley. We're going with Haley. And where are we going? To the water park. We're going to stay at a hotel. Mm -hmm. Are you excited? Today? No, not today. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> we have some errands we have to run today, right? Yeah. We got to get some stuff done. Ooh. It's the only person who can make eating cute what on a podcast. He got his on the microphone. You got a little bit of chips on the microphone? Yeah, but... It is okay? Yeah, you don't have to apologize to me. You got to apologize to Hurley. Mm, sorry. <laughs> that's that's Hurley and sorry no, in one word. Or anyone else. That <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, that is apropos. Uh, a couple days ago, Mal O'Brien um, said she's pulling out of semifinals. A lot of people hit me up. They're like, hey, let's do a show. Let's do a show. It's going to get a shitload of views. Let's do a show. Let's talk about what. Uh, and I, I had no interest in actually doing it. Um, I, was, I, I did think it was interesting, all the um, different speculations. Uh, the speculations I heard was one is that uh, she was uh, from, from a lesbian friend of mine, that she was a lesbian and she was having trouble coming out of the closet. I heard from other people that she, um, she was uh, people who do steroids to go to the games, do periodic checks. And if they don't feel like they're going to pass the drug test that's coming up at the event they're going to, they pull out. I heard uh, from other people that it was uh, mental health issues that she was just cracking. I heard from uh, someone else that it was just to um, get attention. It's like what Chris Rock says. It's there's this thing where it's cool to play um, the victim. I was just hearing, uh, I heard uh, someone wrote in the comments yesterday, you dumb fuck. She's injured. <laughs> so I heard all, you know what I mean? Is there any that I didn't uh, um, hit Connor? Have you heard any? He's uh, that's more than I've heard. So, okay. Yeah. And then, but I never gave it any thought and I was just like, just watching it. And kind of my only thought was, is like, Hey, it's an 18 year old uh, kid. And I was trying to think of really the definition for mental health is for me is the volume of the voices in your head. That's the definitive quality of mental health. So if your TV doesn't work, if I say my TV's broken, maybe it doesn't turn on. Or maybe there's a line through the screen or sometimes you get that weird TV where the volume just keeps going up and down or there can be, you know what I mean, or, or, or the pictures coming in and out. But with human beings, uh, I think mental health, for the most part, if you want to try to objectify it, it's a um, it's the volumes too loud. Or, or the cadence of thought the, between the cadence of the thought and the volumes too loud in the head. Do you have any thoughts on that, Connor? 
Um, I do, and it's and it's more so from uh, one of my good friends, Chris Irwin, who does a lot of stuff with with mental health and with mental health issues and how to kind of you know not just go to therapy, but how can you work on this stuff yourself? Like, what what are the, some of these things? And and how he describes it, uh, the there's this there's this constant flow of thoughts that are going through your head, and you have you have no control over it. You have you have zero control over the thought process. And he's like, oh, here's a test. Try to think about one topic for 30 seconds straight. You can only think about that one thing. And random things are going to come into your head, but it's a matter of what you're listening to and what you're choosing to decide is your truth or not. Mm. I, have, I have negative self-talk all the time. Mm. And when I feel my mental health isn't, isn't as good as I want it to be, it is when I'm listening to those thoughts where I think, hey, hey, this is what's going on. You suck. You're not good enough for this. You're not qualified for this. There's that imposter syndrome. But I mean, those thoughts are just in and out and they're always going to come through. So I think that when, when mental health becomes an issue is when you're starting to, to listen, believe, and then harvest those own thoughts for yourself. And to a point where it gets out of control, you can no longer physically control or, or, or choose any other option but to listen to those thoughts and to believe those thoughts. And they start to cause like a physical manifestation in you, like a, a constant fight or flight, like a drain on the whole fucking system. Like an, an actual, actual physical ailments, inability to see, dizziness, sickness, all of these different things. And uh, so this morning, um, out of the blue, and you and I don't text very often, less than, less than once every three months, just to check in or say hi, or hey, I saw something you posted, or you know, good job or whatever, but very, very infrequent uh, contact. And you basically, you sent me a text saying, Hey, uh, what do you think? What do you think's up with Mao? And up until that point, I actually had never given it a thought. And at the same time that I typed in her phone, you typed social media and we sent them and they crossed paths. And it, it just, it just hit me. Like when you, it was, it was six Oh five. I was still in my underwear walking around my house, drinking a cup of espresso. You know what I mean? It's dark outside. And it, I, I was like, yeah, that's it. I, I, have, I have no doubt. It's not steroids. It's not, it's not, she's injured. It's that she looked at her phone too much. Her, her she, 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 she got, she got, uh, I'm, she got hijacked. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm willing to bet 10,000 bucks on it. I'm I'm not even speculating. You you could speculate if you're a gentler, kinder man than me. But 100%, she was all she had to do to fix herself, in my opinion, was uh, put this put her phone down for a week and go camping, and she'd be fine. That that I, I honestly do believe that. I think because I don't know Mel. I, I don't know her either. I don't know her either. And and but what I can do is is see patterns, and when you see things like. You know, initially in the CrossFit world, when Haley, again, young person who has been, you know, bred through CrossFit competition success around rich. Um, but also, you know, she liked her like the TikTok dances and the other stuff like the kind of like the fun, loving, caring young girl, the stuff that th those girls go through. Yeah. And it got to the point where competition was too much. The, the need and and almost like this, like your purpose is to su succeed. And if you don't succeed you're letting people down. And those are thoughts that other people are putting in your head and also thoughts that you are putting in your head. There's are thoughts that are going to happen to people that are at the top. And it even goes further back when you talk about um, unbelievable female athletes like Simone Biles. And now we're taking these, you know, 16 to let's call it 19 year old girls, young women, and you are giving them 
every bit of attention from any person, any dipshit around the world can chime in and say, you fucking suck. Or you're, you're fat. You're ugly. You have a pimple. Even worse, rooting for you this year. Can't wait to see you succeed. Can't wait to see you crush it. She's a shoe in to win the games. And you don't think about that as worse until you start to look at what, what that builds. And, and as you're starting to train, there, there's no life outside of the training now. Everything that you do is very specific on winning. And it is on, am I doing absolutely everything in my power, not just to win, but to not let everyone else down because you have this now belief that everyone is relying on you to do this thing. And there's nothing, there's no, you know, these are 16 to 19 year old young girls. They don't know who they are. They don't have enough principle to stand on. They don't have, you know, a solid foundation to stand on. This is who I am. Nothing else is going to affect it. Whether I win or I lose, this is who I am. This is my character. This is my person. And I mean, you're in an an adolescent stage where you are trying to figure that out. And I relate it back to, you know, some of the celebrities that I've worked with. And I think Kevin Hart actually had a really good quote. It was like the worst thing, the worst drug in the world is fame. And if you don't know who you are when you find it or when you achieve it, there's no fucking way you're going to figure out who it, who you are during mm-hmm. that time. How do you know who your real friends are? How do you know who are, who are people that are with you for what reason? People want to offer you contracts for what reason? Because they care about you or they want to make money off of you? And so now you have this whole world that social media is highlighting and exposing of, of, of people coming at you with everything. Oh, we support you so much. We want to give you this to do this. And it's like, well, what if they don't win? Now you're letting those brands down. Now you're letting this down. There's, there's just so much on, like highlighted on these, what you say, like 18-year-old women. She was 17, right, when she first competed as an individual at the Games? Yeah, I, she, was a, um, she was a kids champ too. I think she, she just slaughtered. She was in the kids division. She was amazing too. So she was already tasting that early on. Right, and... And, but wasn't she actually 17 when she was? I, I think you're. I, I think you're right. I think you're it's right. Insanity at 17 years old. A leap that men can't make, by the way, physically. I, I think she made a leap that no man has ever made. No, I mean, I, I remember back in the days of like Nick Palladino, who um, who was just mopped the floor in the teens champ, and was was pretty dang close to go from that teens in order to to move on an individual. Um, Angelo Decheco as well. And you had these studs that, that couldn't make that jump. And she did it at 17. It's insane. But what comes with that, it's not just the hard work. It's not like, oh, she's working so hard, she's mentally drained. It is that now there's a spotlight from every angle, from your family, from your friends, from people who want to be your friends, from sponsors, from people talking shit. And you, you live on this phone. You're posting your workouts afterwards. Was my time good enough? Was any of this? And it's like, I mean, I, I can't, I, I empathize with her because I couldn't imagine what it would feel like to be 18 years old and to have that platform. And, uh, and to be, and to be looking at your phone as much as probably these people look at their phone. I can't imagine. I, I can't. So I know old people by old, I'm 51, but I mean, I know people older than me, dozens of them who the news has destroyed them. They don't even do social media. And I watched for the last 30 years, the news has destroyed them. I hear come out of their mouth all the time. I'm so worried about this. I'm so worried about that. I'm so worried about this. And all they would have to do is turn their worrying hasn't changed anything, right? It hasn't affected the world at all. Just like someone saying to Mal, um, uh, 
like I've said on this show a million times, you're going to be the most dominant athlete in the history of the world. All she has to do is fucking turn me off. It does. It, it shouldn't affect her what I say at all. But but, but it probably does. But it probably does if she consumes it. They don't have the foundation to be able to block that off. That's all they know. I mean, I, I'd always relate this to think about like Justin Bieber. Uh huh. You know, everyone was like, oh, what a what a fucking idiot. What a loser buys a chrome Lamborghini. And I'm like, if you gave me an infinite amount of money at 15 years old, what the fuck do you think I would do with it? I would be so much worse. And then you have to point that finger too at whoever's saying this stuff. And I was a part of that. You're like, what do you expect to happen? What do you expect to happen when you bring someone off the streets as the most dominant heavyweight boxer in the world, Mike Tyson? who has known nothing but homelessness, his mother involved in prostitution, somewhere on the, on, the, on the spectrum growing up is bullied, and then you give him everything he wants. And I think he's sodomized as a kid. With no, I, I mean, likely. Yeah. With no guidance. And in fact, the guidance that he was receiving was from people that had their own benefit involved with it, which I can't speak firsthand on what's going on with Mal. But there's people that are in her corner there's people that are benefiting from it. I'm not saying that's the only reason why, but it's like, what else do you expect people do to, I mean, and that's to say, Hey, I got to work on myself is the most courageous thing to do rather than just go off the rails. Um, Christine uh, young, she's not alone. There are a lot of athletes, um, that are dealing with this. I don't think it's just athletes. I think that there's kids. I think there's kids and adults all around us that are crumbling because they allow that device to uh, to to validate them. One hundred. Uh, what do you think about this, though? I want to go back to what you said about uh, who your true friends are. I've reached a point in my life that I want to be used, and I I know LA is a different scene, but I want to be used. I get my value from people who are using me. And this thing that like, hey, no one should use you. I mean, don't you have a friend who's like really good at Frisbee? And so that's what your relationship's built around. And you have another friend that's really good at like um, getting up early in the morning. And you know that. So you walk with that person in the morning because they have it. It, it. Maybe there's also on the other side of just like I, I, I know people who sabotage all their relationships and all their close friendships. Because they put, because they expect so much from their real friends. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you see what I'm saying like that? I, I, I think she's like, I, I think she's surrounded by amazing people who are really focused. Matt O'Keefe, Matt Fraser, Sammy, Katrin, um, uh, Amanda Barnhart, um, uh, Jason Hopper. But I also don't blame those people. Like, everyone's on a singular mission and if you're not on that mission then then get the fuck i I don't hold that against any of them if they say get the fuck off the treadmill right they're not there to hold her hand um um, uh psychologically are they are they i don't think so but i think the difference between you and her is the foundation right you could have you could have everyone want to use you for your i mean I see it too in in the nightlife world and working uh, an artist comes into town and then I get a friend message me out of nowhere. What's up, man? Not much. What are you up to? Oh, I was thinking about going to XYZ show tonight. Oh, were you? Is it because you know that I trained this person? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would rather have people just straight up be like, Hey, long time. No talk. Can you get me into 
Yes. Yes. Blown. Yes. yes. And it's like, yes, either yes or no. And I will leave that there. But also I've had to go through the trials and tribulations of who the fuck am I? And right. when you, right. when you seem so solid because she is unbelievably disciplined and yeah. she has an unbelievable support staff of people that are there pushing her. It's like, it's almost like this facade of this solid foundation. When yeah, I never would have assumed she'd crack, dude. I mean, from just, I mean, like I said, I don't know her. I don't talk to her. I don't follow her on social media. But the little I see, she seems solid as a rock. Same. And and again, this is speculation. I'm not as bold to be like, this is 100% what's going on yeah. from what I'm yeah. saying. But in the same sense, it's it's repeating itself. And there's one common denominator. And you're absolutely right when answering that question. It's not just athletes. In fact, it may even potentially be worse. It's popularity in high school and in middle school times a bajillion times everyone in the world that has this platform. You have a friend that posts a video of her dancing. Cool. TikTok. Awesome. A hundred thousand likes. Oh my gosh. You're so cool. This is so amazing. It is no different than the person next to them doing the same thing and getting four likes. And you're going right. to tell me that's right. not going to play a role on someone's worth if they don't know who they are. Fucking that's, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. And a hundred percent out of your control out of your control through and yet and yet affecting you and yet affecting you you let it and yet you let it affect you yeah i think she got i think she got hammered by i think she got um i think she uh, are you familiar with this term the boogeyman i think she saw the boogeyman i think she's got i think she scared the shit out of herself i think she saw so much stuff on social media that she she lost touch with uh uh, uh anything substantive i think it's as easy as putting this thing down dude I think you can just walk away from this for, for a week and, and, and you heal up. You think it's that easy? I don't know. I don't know because I haven't, I haven't been in that scenario. I was, never, I was never good enough at anything where people were, where I was getting that amount of attention. Sure, I have like a, you know, a, a small following on Instagram, a decent following on Instagram because of, of things that I've done, but it wasn't because I was the best at something. It wasn't because it was assumed and posted about and talked about me being a shoe in winning. And then you have a bad training day and you look on your phone and you see someone else, the people you're competing against that, that are doing all of these great things. I remember when I was my last year competing on a team, I had to unfollow my friends, anyone else. I had to unfollow Rich. I had to unfollow everyone else that was training and doing that stuff because I'd look at them and then feel inadequate. I would look at the things they were doing and I would feel inadequate. Wow. Wow, and, wow. and I, and I promise you when I did that, it took off so much pressure because I just wasn't seeing it. I didn't right. need to see Tola power clean and jerking 405 pounds. Didn't need to see it. Right. And then at the CrossFit games, same thing. Spencer Hendel was like, Hey, we're not the strongest team, but just focus on our bar. Don't look around at everyone else who's cleaning and especially on team, right? Cause you can have those just unbelievably strong athletes. Don't look around at what other people's openers are. Let's just all hit our lifts. We all hit our lifts. It was our highest finish at the CrossFit Games that year when we just put our proverbial phone down and said, let's, just, let's, let's hit these weights. I, I, had, I had a friend uh, who is a very, very, very uh, tough man. He's had a very uh, a, a life of a lot of uh, personal struggle that he's put himself through. And I heard him say, in the same day, man, she's such a bitch. She should just fucking sack it up. Um, these kids are so soft these days. And then later on, I heard him complain about something that someone said about him on social media. And it's funny. I didn't think of it till just now when I'm staring at you. And um, yesterday, 
uh, Andrew Hiller, I, I don't know if he said this on the air, but I think Andrew uh, would be okay with me sharing it. He was saying that he's a fucking rock. Like he goes over to Reddit and finds a thread that's just bashing him and reads it. But he did say every once in a while, something will get under his skin and he'll just feel his fucking blood boil. And, 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 the, and, and, uh, and these are people who are trained or fancy themselves to be um, impervious, right? Stoic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or you know, the, the, some of these are men who've had people shoot, shoot at them a hundred times in their life and try to kill them. And yet something that someone says on social media fucking rattles them. And here's what I here's what it's I truly, crazy. here's what I truly believe the issue is. Yeah, it's not it's not things that are just blasphemy. It's not things that are out of left field. Someone could comment on my post and be like, "Connor, you suck." Great, whatever. See you later. However, there are these constant things going through my head. This negative self talk about things that I may or may not believe to be true that are going through there. And when someone strikes that chord or someone says something, or I see someone doing something that is an insecurity of mine, that's where it gets in there. Oh, wow. wow. Something that I'm constantly telling myself, um, you know, you're, you're not qualified to do this. Even though, even though I had, uh, even though I was able to prove myself in the military, you know, I wanted to retire. I wanted to be a SEAL and retire as a SEAL. And if someone can creep in under that and try to talk about what happened to me, Oh, that will, and it like, and, and I see that and, and it's not like the anatomy and it's not like my GPS, you know, telling me to go one way, I go the wrong way and I get mad at the car. That's a different, it, it gets to me. It's because this negative self-talk is what I'm already telling myself and it's already in my head. It's already under my skin. So if I don't have the ability to just brush that by my own thoughts, yeah. if someone strikes that court, that is going to devastate me. On, on the other end um what do you think about um i think it's i think like maybe negative stuff you see on social media is um fentanyl and positive stuff you see on social media is heroin meaning what do you think about all these people like rushing to to say nice things to mao like they think that they're being benevolent but to me part of me thinks oh shit are they just are they just giving her more drugs that's like, did they? Oh, she's addicted to fentanyl. Everyone pile her up now with uh, pile her up. Yeah, like stuff like this. Now, uh, scroll down and look at this list of people. And, and I apologize. I'm not, I'm not taking a dig at the people who are uh, who are trying to console her, but it's fair. they're just giving her a, a more, more, look at all this medicine. But it's just another, it's just, it's just, it's still in the addiction family, right? It's still in like, hey, you're letting, it's not the fact that this thing is influencing you good or bad. It's the fact that you can't stop this thing from influencing you. That's, that's exactly right. what I was messaging you this morning. And I, I wanted that, that kind of discourse is these are, I think, even more so a part of the problem. It might not be the negative self-talk. It could be the, the pressure of the world that you're putting on an 18-year-old woman of, of you're the next one, yours is this, crush the open announcement, crush this workout. And again, I can't say for certain, I don't know Mel, I don't know any one of those guys you know, more than, more than their first and last name. However, you're, you know, I, I, I trained a guy's name is, uh, is Tate Martell. And if, you, if anyone ever watched QB1 or anyone knew anything about Bishop Gorman, you know who Tate Martell is. And Tate Martell was recruited as a 13-year-old. Before he even went to high school as a signed recruit from University of Washington, they were sending him 10,000 
pieces of mail to his front porch. You walk in there and you have just mail covering your front porch. And you have this unbelievably talented, unbelievably hardworking athlete that I got a chance to work with from, from a very young age. And what I'm talking about like dedicated training his whole life going to this. But here's another 16-year-old, his entire career, never lost a game for Bishop Gorman, sophomore, junior, senior year, threw one interception his senior year with like 100 passing touchdowns. Crazy, crazy. But his entire life from that point on was everyone telling him how incredible he is and how he was going to be the next. He was the only five-star recruit that was under six foot. It was, and everything was so positive. And I don't know if he had those positive influences in his life that, that was able to keep him humble when adversity started to come to him. And I still love this kid to death. I still stay in touch with him. But there was so much that was there. But anything, all that was there, there was no, okay, be like, hey, Tate, you suck. And he's like, yeah, I just rushed for more than like any, and I'm literally setting records for anyone and everyone. Right. Like, that's right. not what's going to bring him down. However, that positive social media, the guy having, 275,000 followers as a 14-year-old. What do you expect to happen? Right, right, right. Hey, dude, I've seen people go from 1,000 to 12,000 Instagram followers, and it fucking changed who they are. I don't doubt that. I, 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 I can see that. I'm like, how the fuck did that change you? Uh, uh, Shanna Medeiros, uh, the champ's mom, I'm very thankful Justin is not into social media. He had same pressure. He's young. He is young. He feels it. He had uh, same talk uh, when Matt retired. Uh, he wanted to compete against him. It's tough on these athletes. Crazy. I, I, yes. But they can just turn it off. You don't have to do it. You can just you turn can it off. A, right? Or you can have a structure. You have someone like Justin who is a God-fearing man, and you, can, you have something that, that brings him back to. And I don't, I don't want to get into like religion, like you should believe this. You should do this stuff. But when you have a foundation that you can take that positive and negative stuff out, it's not going to blow up your head if they tell you you're the best, you may be the fittest person on earth, two times fittest, you're going to be a legacy. When you have that stuff to pull back, family, friends, morals, God, anything that has that built foundation, you're going to be able to withstand it. So whether he, and that's probably one of the reasons why he's not so obsessed with social media is that he doesn't need it. It's not feeding him. Oh, oh, wow, wow. Um, you know, I, ha I had Sarah on the show like three months ago, uh, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and she was explaining to me the two different kinds of self-esteem. And the way I understood it is you have one that's kind of like the superficial one, not that it's bad, but it's in your, your ability physically, right? Which, and then you have another one is your, your, your trueness to your values, and it started really making me look around at the at the environment, and it, I started really like tripping on mayhem. And and because they're a value driven like organization, unbelievably valued. Yeah, with, and it's and it's nuts. More than one thing. What? Say it again. With more than one thing. Oh, explain. What do you mean? I mean, it, Rich has always been open about his faith. Right. But he's also prioritized his family. Right. I mean, his wife, okay, his kids, his right. dad, his right. hometown his pride in doing, you know, doing what he loves. And even if it's going against the grain and I've seen a couple slips from rich, I've seen people get under his skin about right, right. not enough to like, you know, destroy him. And, and I'm certainly not sitting from a pedestal of saying no one's affected me. And I'm not even nearly close to that level. 
However, we do kind of similarly look alike. He's just a lot fitter and more accomplished. Than <laughs> you guys, I never realized that you guys could be brothers. I could be like this, like the, you know, the, the, the half brother he never wanted. Hey, um, he, I can, I can have those values then. He's crazy value driven. And so that's something that no one can take from you. No one. It, no and, and, no, and no one can. And, and what can they even talk about it? Right. Like if someone like th those are yours to be true to or not to be true to. The, the only thing that I've seen get rich upset is uh, like in 20, maybe 16 um, at Wadapalooza, one of the other guys who was competing, like mentioned that he was balding and he got so upset at it. He did. It was, it was hilarious. I, you, you'll have to remind me about yeah. who was saying something, but had like done well in Wadapalooza and Rich's response was something like, Hey, congratulations on finishing something here. And it was like, if you'd like, I can give you one of my first place medals from regionals. I've got it upstairs in a drawer somewhere. Was it like face to face? The guy they were in. Oh, it was it was social media, but it oh, like oh, it oh, oh. And I want to say oh. like Dave reposted it just because it was just so good. And someone had like come at Rich in a completely innocent way, being like, "We're similar, like you know, we do this, and we're both balding." And he just maybe that's not like a, maybe that's just you know a, a, a friendly jab back, but you're not going to get Rich insecure about his religion, whether you talk about God being great or God not existing. He is so value driven and core with his family and everything. It's like, it, it's solid. Um, you think, can you give me like what you think just a, a pure speculation of, of how you think it unraveled for her? Like if it, if it was social media, I know, I know you're saying that it's, it's a, it's a possibility and I'm saying it's a hundred percent was that, can you give me an example of what that looks like for, from, for, for Mao? Yeah. So or, or, it, yeah. From a purely ignorant standpoint, and I just want to come off by saying it could be right. It could be wrong, but right. from seeing it multiple it times. It could be steroids. And at level, I no, I would, I would be willing to bet a, with a hundred percent certainty that it had nothing to do with performance enhancing drugs. Me too. Me too. Me too. And I feel the same way about Matt and people, you know, people all the time are like, oh, you know, you, there's this and there's that. And like during that period of time, no one worked harder than him. No one moved a bar better than him, even though he doesn't want it to be a factor, like anthropometrically, like he's got the, the like the fit for it. And he, and he had all of these things working for him. I don't think, I don't think performance enhancing drugs at all. When it comes down to social media, I think what happens is, is something happens in the open you know, she did that open workout and I myself could have been part of the problem. Maybe I didn't share it on social media, but I watched her do that open announcement and I was like, she is going to walk away with the, the game's title. It was like, it, she, she went up. against Daniel Brandon and destroyed her, right? Oh, and made, and Daniel Brandon had a fantastic time, right? But it was just like, it was that next level. It was that year that Matt decided that second place was no longer going to be sufficient, started, started really dialing in his programming, started working with Hinshaw, was, was, you know, cleaning up his nutrition and being like, that's never going to happen again. And won by, you know, like a bajillion points. That's what I saw in that of like, there's no chance she doesn't win. And when people start saying that now you have these pressures on you and when you're reading it a million times over, no one was like, she's not that fit. No one is saying, oh yeah, but she has this weakness. It was just, this woman's incredible. She's going to be X, Y, Z. You're right. I can't think of anything negative anyone's ever said about her. The most negative thing I've ever heard is me just bitching and complaining that she won't come on the show. That's the only <laughs> negative thing I've ever heard about her. You're right. She was, she's beloved.
hundred percent and she, she deserves to be But right. with that, you know, what, like what you said, it's like a, almost the positivity could be more detrimental when you don't have those, when you don't have a foundation and not to say, I'm I, I, here, I'm not to be like, Hey, she doesn't have family or she doesn't ha- have religion or she doesn't have this type of stuff. But as a 16 year old, 17, now competing 18, 19, doesn't matter at that. Having that is going to have a shaky foundation. Um, just to be clear, it's not the fact that people are saying this. It's the fact that she consumes it probably in large doses. And that she's probably saying it to herself. And oh, when she it to herself right. and something comes up <laughs> and happens. Hey, um, uh, it, it was really nuanced. But last year, two years ago, I was interviewing Rich at the games. And so, so you remember he went into he was individual, the, the, the great, and then he yep. went switched to teams, and he was switching to teams so that he could chill a little bit, right? And, um, and then you heard all the rumors, dude, he's fucking not chilling. He's training just as hard as he ever did. And uh, so, I was interviewing him, and it was at the games, and it, uh, it was I think it was his last year he did teams, and he was sleeping in some bunk bed in in a in a camper on the, at the venue, right? And I'm interviewing him outside and I said, how'd you sleep last night? And he basically said, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I didn't sleep. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I was running all of today's events over and over and over and over in my head. And this is the champ. So the, so the pressure is for the guys at the top is insane. And the expectations too. And, and, and you, and, um, and so, it, it overwhelms you. Uh, it overwhelms you mentally. You there's no, you. It, it may not even be that they're bad. Um, it may not be that broccoli's bad for you. But if they we drop a truckload of it on you, it kills you. You're over. You're just overwhelmed. It's too much. I mean, they say moderation and everything. Even though I've kind of prided myself and lived my life outside of moderation, but even a hand sense. job for more than four minutes is like no good. If I'm laughing. <laughs> I've never experienced. I don't have that issue. Uh, wow, crazy! Uh, does she? Does she? Um, does she? Does she recover from this? I don't know. Isn't it? Isn't it also ironic that I think she can. She can. Possible. Yeah, hundred percent possible. Isn't it funny that, or ironic? I guess is a better term that. If I knew someone who was in her position, right, outside of her amazing accolades, I'd be like, hey, dude, you need to change your diet and exercise, right? Like if one of my friends was having some fucking issues, like they were going through divorce, like, hey, dude, lay off the alcohol, lay off the, uh, you know, stop eating the sugar, um, try to cut your caffeine down and, 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 you know, and sweat, make sure you're sweating every day, seven days a week. I'm telling you, it'll have, you you can't, I mean, that's not her issue, right? No. (laughs) There's no, there's no traditional solution for her. I mean, what it's, it, it's not like we're, uh, um, rocket scientists. It's just, it's, it's just so obvious to me when you asked me that this morning and I, I kind of just looked to the heavens, I go, I wonder it just hit me. Like, you know, I thought it was crazy that we both typed it at each other at the same time. One of us said social media, one of us said the phone, I mean, but implying the same thing, right? Too much input. I think 
not knowing who she is, got lost in this device. Is, this device was defining her, what came to her. I think if she can work with someone like who I've well, worked with, Chris, I'd say Chris Irwin. This isn't, a, this isn't a, I mean, maybe it is a plug for Chris, but I don't, I'm not making any money off of Chris. There's nothing that, that, that benefits me as a- Who is he? Can we see him, Caleb? Can we see who Chris Irwin is? Chris Irwin is the head of partnerships for the Navy SEAL Foundation. He was the prior president of Killcliffe. Um, I opened a CrossFit affiliate with him in St. Thomas. He is a retired, 20-year uh, veteran, retired as a commander, uh, was a Navy SEAL his entire military career, um, served with, with, with every elite unit you can think of in that. And, um, and yeah, his, his big thing was mind fitness. He had gone, and we're talking someone with an unbelievable foundation, with an un, uh, you know with just morals and disciplines like you couldn't imagine. I mean, rode for the Naval Academy, played soccer for nobles, and, you know, and Natick is just like, can play the guitar, can do everything incredible. But what he, he, what he talks about is, is these issues he's had where he got physically sick for years on top of multiple things. He was working through like mold toxicity from being foreign deployed, but it was, the, it was really the mental health piece and what he defines as mental fitness and how he's helped me in so many ways of, you know, my negative self-talk, even though I'll walk outside, you know, I know I go into any restaurant or bar in Boston and people are like, oh, you know, Connor, thanks for this great guy. And it's like, still, I, I, I have negative self-talk and I wouldn't say anything negative like I do about myself to anyone else. One, I wouldn't waste my time. And two, it's like, there's nothing beneficial, but that negative self-talk, once you start believing that, and once you start believing that you're sick or believing that these things are happening, it can be. Hey guys, in case Go ahead. Um, John, the Rare Sense website, rarsense.com. Hey, uh, Caleb, scroll back up. Go to the main page and scroll back up. A, a couple things. This is a little bit off subject here, but um, uh, sc scroll the other way. Sorry. Uh, you're going to see like a chessboard in a second. Uh, um, this game that he has here is an incredible game. I, that, that game right there, Solitaire Chess, that I think they have discontinued making that. And if you try to buy that on Amazon, it's like a $13 game that now on Amazon you can't find unless it's like it's like 100 bucks. But if you can get a hold of that game, by the way, anyone, that is an amazing game. I have two sets of that, and I play that. I fiddle with that thing anytime I go on trips. Great game. And then I want to say one more thing about Sam Harris. He showed Sam Harris's book for anyone who's a Sam Harris fan. Hey, Sam, you kind of, you owe the world an apology, dude. Go back the other way. Uh, Sammy, you owe the world an apology, dude. You uh, keep going. Yeah, Sam, Sam Harris waking up. You are far from waking up. You probably wrote that book so that you could learn to wake up. You are a, a, a troubled and dangerous man. And, uh, should uh, you should apologize, come out and apologize to the world for some of the ding dong shit you did in the last couple of years, some of the shit you went out on the edge and uh, and dared say, especially your criticism of Rogan. You were a real douchebag for that. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Okay, that's it. Um, uh, um, so I, uh, go ahead. Back to what I was saying is yeah. is is an influence like that to be able to kind of reset your mind and rebuild this foundation is. Again, if if we're talking about this as being the issue and and not not taking away the fame, I don't think deleting social media for her is what's going to be the ultimate answer. No, I don't think so sure, either. Sure, it could be even like what you said. You put your phone down for seven days. It's like, 
right, I'm clearing it out. But or, those, or Rich, let someone else do his. Let someone else do it. Yeah, I mean, the, the thoughts are still circulating. So you've right. got to solve the root cause. And and I think by by relearning that and retraining it, you can go back to social media and be, you know, be the, be a Chris Pratt. You ever follow Chris Pratt? Is that the director? Um, and he's probably directed a few movies, but if you look at his social media page, he says he says what he wants. He does what he wants. He's uh, I'm just a big fan. He does he does CrossFit. He does Murph every year. He um, I know I know of him. I I I, I know of him. Yeah, I've, I've seen him, those, I guess I've seen him in the community. Yeah. He's oh yeah yeah this guy yeah yeah. He, he's uncancelable because he is he is he can't be affected by anyone else. He won't be wavered by anyone else. Look he's at like, that toenail. That's that's bold. Good job, dude. That's vulnerable. He's like he's like similar to a Dana White, just uncancelable. God damn. In a different amazing. way. Uh, Wad Zombie four ninety nine prescribing exercise would work for Mal. What she's doing is not exercises. She's training always under pressure, even while taking the medicine. I, I, I'm guessing that she, I'm guessing all the athletes uh, medicate with exercise, right? I, I mean, I'm projecting, but that's what I do. I medicate with exercise. Yeah. And I, I think that, um, you know, there can be a lot with that volume of training. I just don't think it's the same mental issues that we're seeing. If her body was broken down, and she could no longer compete. You know, it's like like you're slow to get off the couch. It's like some of these professional athletes after they fin off of these professional football players, you see just walking around, just just you know, held up by duct tape and WD forty to in order to move their joints. But I, I don't, I won't, I don't know if this is the this is the the main issue is the actual fitness. I think it is what comes with the fitness. Could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. It's kind of like smoking. Smoking is an incredible cure for a lot of mental illness, but but it's not sustainable. And exercise is the same way. Not as bad as smoking, but smoking is incredible. You focus on your breathing. You have your cigarette here. It slows the whole world down. Uh, you're getting a dose of nicotine. But at the end of the day, it, you, it's not sustainable. You have to find an exercise, I think, is the same way. I always, I always thought of smoking as like uh, evil yoga. Uh, Newts, uh, hi, dear. Good morning uh, in the UK. Isn't this conversation slightly redundant if we don't know what the actual reason is? Um, I don't know if uh, redundant is the right word if you're saying that maybe we're beating a dead horse because we've said the same thing 10 times over and over. But Speculation. Say it again. Speculation, probably. Yeah. I, I don't for, – for starters, I think that um, if – I'm 100% certain that this is what's going on with Mal. Uh, and uh, and uh, Connor is, um, likes to, wants to bring it up regardless because even if it's not Mal's issue, we know it's an issue for a lot of people. Uh, like, 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 I mean, like, any, like the, two, the 8 billion people who fell asleep on the planet in the last two years. It's an issue for them. What happened, the PSYOP that was run on the planet in the last two years happened because people were addicted to this. They they were they got psyoped our loved ones around us because of this. They had a psychological operation performed on them. Whether it was intentional or not, who knows? But uh, so I don't think it's redundant. I think it's an incredibly valuable uh, conversation um, to, to to have. Uh, and um, to some to, to some varying degree, even if I'm wrong, that phone did play a role in uh, in in what happened to her. And I'll, and I'll tell an anecdotal story as to why I, I come to the conclusions I come to. And again, I'm, I'm not willing to say I'm 100% sure of this. I've just seen some stuff before. Um, and, you know, I was, I was touring and working with an artist. We've talked about this before. His name is Ari, but he goes by the name Lauv, L-A-U-V. You look him up on Spotify, you can see the song. 
um, I Like Me Better or um, So Tired of Love Songs. There's some songs that have billions of, of uh, streams. Um, That's crazy, this, by the way. In this, billions. In this thing, I had a show with like 10,000 views once. Did that, did that get canceled? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the boot? Probably billions. God, that's crazy. Yeah. It was like like his song, I Like Me Better, I believe, has like 1.5 or 1.6 billion streams. He writes songs for BTS. He's written songs for Celine Dion. He's done some incredible, incredible work. And I got to work with him that couldn't be a nicer person. Anything that went wrong during a show, he wasn't like the super conceited one about being, like, he never came down on people. Why the fuck did this happen? This, it was like, for some reason, it was always his fault. <clears throat> And, you know, I have my own, you know, ideas on kind of what's going on with him. The fact that he just completely blew up and had all of this fame, with maybe not the same foundation and, you know, unlimited amounts of money. Um, couldn't have been a kinder person, but posted on social media, just a tag, just a, like a notes. And his notes said, why am I so afraid to post on here? And he is in an area where his art no matter how much he loves or hates it, it's judged on what other people think of it. Yeah. If he had two streams on uh, I Like Me Better, that would be a whole different story about how good he is as an artist because of what other people feel for his music. Right. So yeah, I think, I think it, is, it is, and this is someone who has to meditate before each show, um, struggles with, with mental health, mental wellness, uh, is seeking... Um, all sorts of different things. I don't know if this is like breaking in an NDA. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a major issue. And with comes fame, comes this stuff, whether it could be good or bad. So I think it's very important. And I think it's important even if it's not. Even if she comes out to say, hey, I, you know, I, I tore every ligament in my knee doing jujitsu. And that's why I can't compete. That's why I posted this. It's still an important matter. And it's still something that should be addressed. And not just saying, hey, th this is all the negative that comes with it, or this is the worst thing in the world. But maybe like I referenced with someone like Chris Irwin, who works on mind fitness, or anyone in that matter, is that here are some things that you can do to make it better. I don't want to ever be in this position where I'm like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. You're wrong. This is the world is fucked. Which it may be without providing some source of there's some ways that I've struggled and I've gotten better. Here's some of the ways that I've seen other people do it. Here's some, again, anecdotal stories of how this person was struggling and what they did to help get him through. So yeah, I think it's pretty important. Um, uh, Jason, uh, Yale, uh, I'm a hundred percent sure it's not because of pressure or social media. All right. So, so someone else is confident as me. Congratulations. Maybe we, we should start a, a, a boy band. We should get Jason to call in. I want to hear about uh, it. Yeah, I want to hear about it too. Uh, Jay Hartle, I'm psyop by this show. Well, good. It's the nicest thing anyone's uh, ever said to me. New tie again. I'm not saying it's not valuable in general, but until she actually puts out at least uh, out a less dramatic and vague post about it, it could literally be anything piss, pop, positive, family, illness, et cetera. Uh, I agree. Uh, 100%. Uh, I just, uh, uh, David Weed, no surprise there. You don't, you agree with Jason also. You never agree with anything I say. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm convinced that she was overwhelmed I'm, uh, by things that she saw on this device. And I think that's the same thing for a, uh, to be honest, I think that was the same thing, uh, for Haley, uh, at the end of the day, I think it comes down to that thing. This, 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 this thing that's made in China with slave labor that we all love. I love mine at least. I think uh, it's, what just, was it, it's been happening all the time. It's been happening for 
dozens and dozens of years. However, it is just so easy to access in the same way that, you know, people are sending recruits 10,000 know, emails a day or, or messages a day, hard letter mails to make them feel invincible. It is so easily accessible. You want a little dopamine, open it up. And if you have 500,000 followers, do this and watch 99 likes, 99 comments, 99 new follows. Oh, you click on it. We love you. DMs full people. You're incredible. Can't wait to see you watch it win the games this year. It's like, it, it's so easily accessible. Tell me how it couldn't be an issue unless we have, when someone just said, Hey, Savan has your fame, uh, you know, made an influence on it. And what we talked about before is a foundation. I don't know. Are you, are you going crazy with your mental health because of your fame, Savan? No, I mean, I don't think of myself as famous, but even even a tiny bit, but or infamous. I, I, right. I, I I do this all for two two reasons. One, you touched on. I want people. I want to be funny. I get gratification, like a validation from people laughing, and I want money, and I just want money, so so that I can send, so I can uh, put, um, like, send my kids to jujitsu classes and shit like that. Those are like the two. I'm scratching that itch of always wanting to have been funny. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, it's Tank Reeves. Hey, what's, what's up, up brother? How are you? Oh, dude, great to hear your voice. Great to hear your voice. Talk Man, to I got to say, like, this is this is really splitting hairs here. Like, she's just an athlete, guys. Okay. Like, people have way harder lives and struggle with way more than just training bad. You mean, like, you mean like kids starving in Ethiopia? Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Those, those kids. And, like, and not to mention, too, like, think about fighters and stuff. Think about the pressure they have. Do we see this happening in fighting? Because that seems to be a high, way higher pressure sport. But does that than, make it any less real? I hear, what you're, I hear what you're saying. But does that make it any less real? Are you, no, are, but I, I, I feel I, like you're I, saying, I hey, think... quit being a bitch. Suck it up, Mal. Put your phone down and get out there and work. At least you fucking have a mom and dad that love you. But that still doesn't mean that it's not real for her, right? No, but I mean, you think if her if she has Matt in her corner, that her coach would say, "Then put your phone down and let's just train." And I mean, to me, it's like, why not go into the semifinals and come fifteenth and compete and not give a shit and just compete rather than just quitting like literally three days before the competition? I think it's a cop out, man. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be a dick, but no, 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 I hear you. It's, it's like, fair. Come it's, on, it's fair. But but I, I don't think we can re I can't relate to the fact of having a, a million um uh followers and then and then being eighteen and then noble paying me a million dollars a year. I just I personally can't relate to it. But but I, I do have my own struggle, right? I need to put food on the table for my kids. I, I think well, is Noble still gonna be putting food on her table after after this type of event? Like is she gonna be you know, what do her sponsors think about all this? So I, I think you're completely right with what you're saying. And I think it comes back to the same thing about a foundation of if you were in the same spot, you'd be like, fuck it. I'm off my game. I'm going to go finish 15th place. But what, what you don't have and what we don't have to like to understand or know that is the millions of people saying how awesome you are and the expectations of you being on that with no foundation of having to do anything else with no foundation of, I know who I am. If she finishes 15th place, she is now 15th place mouse. She's not, hey, I'm still the same person that I am. It's a struggle for that. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong or about if I don't want to be like, hey, toughen up. Or if Matt hasn't said, hey, we're going to put your phone down. But at some point in time when those things are so far reoccurring, putting her phone down may not be the solve of the issue. 
that may have been that may have been the injection point, but I think what's going on is currently inner system. Tank, do you think we're barking up the right tree? Do you think that do you think regardless of whether you think she should sack it up, do you think that this is right? Do you think that we're barking up the right tree that it is it's the it's the outside pressure that she she spent too much time on the phone? Oh God, I don't know if you <laughs> I can start a you you want your chat to go ballistic, man. You you'll 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 actually get my real uh yeah, my give me, real give me, take give, on give it. Give me your real take. Um, what I, do you think? You think it's drugs? I think it's drugs. I think she popped positive at a home test, man. That's just my it just doesn't make sense that it's that why not two weeks ago? Why not a month ago? You know, like what she she did so well in the open, she did so well in the quarterfinals and suddenly, you know, three days, four days prior to the competition she she pulls out. I mean, and I might be completely wrong, but it just seems like the most logical explanation. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Let me, no, 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 you're not. Uh, and let me ask you, you're just really grounded and practical. You're just being practical. Let me ask you one more question. Um, uh, have, have you ever seen the boogeyman by that? I mean, have you ever been in bed at night and like, uh, like something scared you so much that you jumped up, even though it's not real? Not, I don't mean like a sound or, but just like some thoughts in your head, like you're going to get caught for like, like, like you stole a million dollars from the bank and you're laying there in bed and you can't go to sleep because you think the FBI is at your door. Like, and, but they're not like you pulled it off. Have you ever had, like had something where it's just haunting you like that? Uh, well, no, I take edibles, so I sleep pretty well, actually. Oh, okay. Well, I've, yeah. I, I've seen I mean, the no, boogeyman a few things. times and it's fucking crazy. And it's, it, 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 and if you've ever hung out with people who do meth, they see it all the time. You know what I mean? Like they're sitting in their living room and they see a red light out the window and then they think the fucking cops are out there and they fucking start like putting dressers and shit up by the door. And it was nothing. And uh, those of us who've been around people, and I think she just saw the boogeyman. Oh, I saw a lot of people who thought they saw the boogeyman when Floyd 19 happened with Greg. And I actually had to go to some people's houses who were on the director of our CrossFit game social media, saw the boogeyman, had a complete fucking meltdown. I had to go over to his house, pick him up and bring him to my house. And he was a crumbled mess crying on the floor because he because of because he got so scared because of the comments and the responses to Greg saying that. So I, 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 I appreciate your opinion. I think a lot of my friends have that opinion. I just think she saw the boogeyman. I think she uh, I think the pressure overwhelmed her and. um and she had some uh, delusions of grandeur and she couldn't handle it. Look at Fair Dan, enough, Dan Guerrero. Well, hey, dude. Hey, dude. I'd seen a lot. Have you ever seen anyone see the boogeyman, uh, Connor? Oh, I have. I mean, I've spent, I've spent months of my life not being able to go to sleep, being tired all day until the fact I put my head on a pillow and it was just heart racing, sitting there thinking, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, uh, criminals really have that problem. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, yes. God bless you. Good. You're fucking stoked. <laughs> but there's a huge group of people who sue who think any person you ever see who erases their entire social media. Like I know people have seen that phenomenon or they come off of social media altogether. That person saw the boogeyman. That's like a, a strong correlate. People are like seven. Did they really see the boogeyman? No, it's a fucking metaphor. You dipshits. My wife told me not. Savon, to you do know that I live in Canada, right? So no, but me, I like you. I'm glad you called. All right, brother. Thanks for calling. You no man. Problem. Thank, thanks, thanks for all your call. support over the years. Yep. Thank you. Savon, I'm I'm running close to my hour window here. Let me send. I appreciate a, a, your, I appreciate a, your time a, and your insights. Um, and your uh, in in your in your in your thoughts. It's it's uh it's relevant to even if even if we're 100 wrong, it's super relevant. I'm going to send a quick message here to make sure that the next group is um, good to go. But I, I okay. appreciate you having me on here. And 
And again, I, if, if someone wants to be like, Connor, you're an idiot. This isn't what's going on. This is what's going on. Um, they I won't said, do that. I took, I, I'll take all the shots for you. You, you are very oh, sober no. and, and that. Trust, trust me, <laughs> I can, I can take that from my standpoint. I'm no longer competing. No one wants to be like, Oh, you're just saying this because you never made it. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm well aware of, of <laughs> like, and I, I, I love just, it when people do that to Hiller too. You're a washed up semifinals athlete. Yeah. I mean, I, I competed in Latin America and was one spot away from qualifying for the, like, like in like the, the region that was technically easiest to get to the games. And I finished one spot away every year. So like, you don't have to tell me that I, I, I washed up without me already like knowing it, like your thoughts aren't going to be anything near what that's going to be. But uh, I do think it's an important issue and it's something that I work with a lot of people on. And I work with a lot of people who have that level of fame from, from 755,000 followers to 10 to 15 million followers and having everything you say scrutinized i've seen it from the negative side of things which i don't think is as bad as getting someone young and giving them unlimited amounts of positive attention without a without a base or foundation and expecting them to just be okay with it uh do you want to say anything to mal if you if you you were to say something to her or someone in her position oh uh, yeah i mean first of all i i empathize with you and i think that whatever decision you make is the right decision um, with, with pulling out or not competing, you know, it was, it was the same thing that I thought initially when Simone Biles had backed out and it was like, how, like you, you're this invincible athlete and everyone's expecting so much out of you. And then when you get in that spot, um, it's tough. So now there's other people that are in your position that have been in your position at a similar level, probably different sport than you. And there are ways to, to improve regardless of what it is. Everything that you've accomplished so far is incredible and you're incredibly inspiring. And I think to, to utilize that and take this as a learning plan, as, as a learning experience in order to make yourself better. And, um, and if it does have to do with this, um, there are ways to, to help yourself out. I would, I would suggest going to you know, Chris Irwin's Rare Sense. It's for free. You can go to his publication for free or reach out to him directly. And he's been really, really helpful in my life. And, and I think it could be beneficial in yours. Awesome. Thanks, dude. Uh, uh, Chris Beasterfield says, come back, come back on again, Connor. Um, Hiller's uh, therapist says, uh, Connor's on his own schedule. He don't work overtime for your ass, Sevon. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, all right. Uh, love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Uh, and thanks so for reaching out to me this morning. Uh, uh, you are a savior for Sarah being gone. And uh, uh, it's a great conversation. Amazing. I don't fill her shoes very well, but I um, uh, appreciate the opportunity anyways. All right. Later, brother. You're the man, Connor. Uh, Jeremy, what's up, brother? How are you? Good morning. Hey, Siobhan, how's it going? I'm good. I'm, I'm having fun. I, 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 it, it's funny. I, this is more thought than I've ever put into Mal and it makes me like really hope, uh, not only hope she's okay, but, but I think she's going to be okay. Like, I think she's going to do great. I think she's going to pull through this strong. I think she'll pull through. Yeah, I think she'll be okay. I've, I've, I tuned in a little late, so I think I missed something in, uh, tank, tank a little bit of my thunder, but. What I was thinking. Can you? Can you? Uh, Heidi uh, brings up a good point. Can you say, as a black man, can you start the uh, your call? <laughs> God, she's yeah, sorry, mean to you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God, as she's mean to you, Jeremy. Hey, I think she. There's some crazy tension there between you and her. Yeah, I, I think. think she, so. Yeah, I think if you guys see each other, you're gonna coil like snakes. I'll see you at the games, Heidi. Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay, gonna have go our ahead. own game. Okay, go. Um, so. What I was thinking this whole time uh, and what I've been thinking since the get-go 
that a thought can't leave my mind is for Mal in this whole situation. I'm pushing back on what you're saying just a little bit. I do think social media, <laughs> excuse me, as great as it can be, keeps people connected. You can be inspired, you know, post all your stuff and whatever. You know, it does have its negative things, right? But when you are coached by Matt Frazier, we all remember, we've seen all the documentaries, all the behind the scenes, how regimented his life was, discipline, everything. When you're coached by him, to me, if social media is a problem, I have to imagine he has to, he's got a a hold on that. Like, Hey, get off your phone. Only use your phone between these times. Don't get caught up in what people are saying, so on and so forth. So it's not like she either one doesn't have a coach or has a, I don't want to say lesser, but a not Matt Frazier coach. She has like the best guy to have in her corner, especially as an 18 year old young person. So that's why I think personally, this has more to do, I don't want to accuse anybody of doing anything with drugs or anything, but to me, that's what it seems like. It's not an injury. I don't really believe it's social media as much as we're, we're, we're hearing here. I think, I think she opt and you think she, what? I think she like, like tank was saying, did like a home test or something and she popped hot and she was like, well, I might as well withdraw now. Why continue my season? Dude, why they get, could just te- dude, they could just test her um, right now anyway. They, they, they'll I wouldn't be surprised. First of all, I heard she was tested in January, but why wouldn't they just run over and test her right now then? That's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, why I mean, is it are we really at a point? where an 18 year old yes. top of her game yes. athlete is so warped yes. by social media that she withdraws from competition. Bro, someone sent me a clip. Yes, we are there. I want to show you something. Okay. I want to sh- show you this, the, the, the mental health status of, um, uh, uh, of the United States right now. You ready? This is the mental health status of the United States of America right now. Are you ready? I can't see it right now, so I have to watch it back. Okay. Do, do you know who that black guy is that does Good Morning America, and he's, like, super famous right now? I think his last name is Strahan. Michael yeah, Strahan. Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. Yeah, okay. And he does, he does, like, sports shows too, right? I see him, I see him uh, on sports shows. Yeah, he's all over the place. Okay. Famous as fuck, right? Sure. Okay, and there's this show that's called Good Morning America. Do you know that show? Yeah, unfortunately, I do know that show. Okay, look at this shit. It's, um, I'm not being patronizing because I, I I don't I don't do TV, so I some of this shit's a little new to me. But but sure. but look at this. This this is a boy on mainstream media. Good Morning America. A little boy. Dressed as a girl, coming out, normalizing for our fucking country. Her and pro- Michael Strahan's okay with it? Dude! Hey, 
no one, no one, no one thinks. So, so here's the thing. Regardless of whatever you think about this, a boy dressing as a girl, this coming out. Wait till you hear what the fucking commentator. I want you to hear what the commentator said. I love that. I love root beer. Now, watch what the, the commentator is going to say. Something absolutely batshit crazy here. Watch this. My mom doesn't like me drinking caffeine. My mom doesn't like me drinking caffeine. Does it make you hyper? Jasmine, you're one of the youngest and first drag queens. You're one of the first and youngest drag queens. It's a boy completely dressed as a girl. It's a little boy. Kids. Your parents are so supportive. 11 years old drag. And Michael Strahan says, how do you stay and be who you are? Of, of course, that's the state. And, and, my, and my point is, my point is, that's that that that's Mal's world. She's not fifty-one. She didn't have the grounding I had. She's grown up right. in a world. Her world is dressing little boys up as girls, and then having adults tell you on national TV in front of the United States of America that it's great that you know who you are. That that kid, no eleven-year-old knows who they are. Ever, no. it's never no. happened. They're no. not, they, it's it's like asking a, a caterpillar if they know they're a butterfly. They're, I mean, right. Not a chance. Yeah. So, so, let me ask so I'm this. not buying the drug thing. I'm not buying the drug thing at all. It's um. Uh, and I'm just trying to push it's, back it's, a little bit because I, I hear you, but I think that uh, Mal grew up in a world that's completely fucked up and upside down and backwards, and she got some of her reality um uh, uh g- given from these these monsters, these hate these these fucking hateful child abusing monsters. I can see that. I can, so let me ask you this: Not Are everyone's seen... filled with love like me and acceptance. Oh yeah, there's only one of you, only Thank one, you. and it said only the one. Thank you. Um, let me ask you this: We've seen Haley withdraw. Her her reasons were a little different, you know, eating and, and everything like that. But I think and it's so, the same thing, dude. She does, she doesn't know. And she's that's having, what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So we've seen her withdraw. We've seen Mal withdraw. Are we going to start seeing a bunch of these younger females? I mean, maybe males, but uh. I don't think we've seen any males withdraw for any reasons like this, but are we going to see a bunch of these young up and coming females just start falling because social media and, and, and all this crap. Dude, the, pre- the yeah, uh, absolutely. The pressure is absolutely insane. Yeah. A- absolutely fucking insane. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the pressure is crazy. Hey, can I, I'm going to answer this. This is from the UK. Thank you, Jeremy, for calling. Absolutely. It's good talking to you. Have a good one. Okay, bye. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, Savannah, it's Mute from the cat. Hey, well. hi. Good morning. <laughs> good hi. Afternoon. I thought I'd call in. Yeah, thank Hello, you. good afternoon. So, I thought I'd call in just because I didn't want to denigrate everything that you've sort of... Um, it's okay. I love you. That's show. what this show's about. Yeah, it's totally okay. <laughs> I, I love you to death. I'm, I appreciate all your support. You've been wonderful to me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, I just sort of had the question then. If we are of the opinion that, you know, Mal hasn't kissed, you know, her kiss hasn't popped positive, where does she go from here then? Because if the pressure's getting too much with social media, that's why she had to come off it. How does she cope with this now? Because all of us are having a conversation about it and the pressure of us having a conversation should, should make that worse for her now. So how does she come back from this is my question. Have you um I, I look at um Jason Hopper. Um he, mm-hmm. I think the story is he went to Clemson, big football school. He was 18 years old. And the pressure at 18 going to a big football school like that was too much for him and he came home. 
And that's real. I can totally, I can totally imagine that, right? Even without social mm-hmm. media, can you imagine like, um, have you ever performed in front of a group? The butterflies are insane, right? Yeah. And no, it's so- wild, but I just think, I just think if you've got all this pressure from, you know, yourself, Hiller, all of us in the chat sort of talking shit about on a daily basis, if, if it's sort of warranted or we feel that it's warranted, but then surely this has given her even more attention probably that she didn't want but how right. do you then come back from maybe she doesn't you know from all of us having this conversation maybe she doesn't hmm. maybe she maybe like, like um um there was that kid nick paladino he was supposed uh-huh. to be the next rich Froning. uh you know he's 16 years old with the 300 pound snatch or whatever crazy shit someone will correct me in the comments but um and and, and he, he he vanished off into uh twitch he plays video games on twitch now maybe I mean, the, the, maybe she doesn't come back. Maybe the pressure is just too much. Uh, by the way, uh, Will, the- Wilma Figurdu, uh, Fingerdu, Wilma Fingerdu says uh, you sound hot. I don't know who that is, but just so you know. That's typical. Americans well, are shallow I came on to you. like that. <laughs> I only came on so you could try and perfect your English accent as well. I've heard you try, so I'm hoping you can get a little bit better. <laughs> I hear, hear you in person. What, what, do, what do you think happens to her? <sighs> I really don't know, um, and I don't want to speculate either. I, I, I feel like maybe she's gone a little bit woke as she followed down Haley's path in regards to you know she needs time away. If that is the case and it's warranted, then fine. But it just seems a little bit strange. The timeline just seems off slightly. I think people in the chat have said that as well. It's just a little bit too close to the game. Mm. I don't know. It just depends if it's a family illness or she's not well. Sure, she could come back from it, but I don't know. If if you're at that level and you suddenly you spent your entire life training to get to this point, it just seems a bit strange for her to, to bow out because of social media pressure because then surely the pressure on the other side is insurmountable. So, But then what else does she have? How she, else does she make money? She could, she could just throw it away. She could just throw her phone away. Hmm. She could, and I think she should, if that's the case. Me too. Um, because how else, do, how else do you make a living? You know, she's given a whole life to this at the moment, so how else to make a, a living? Well, she's young. She could do a lot of stuff still, right? She's probably smart as shit. She probably mm-hmm. can go back to school. She's, I, I, I don't want to like say that this is her, her only uh, thing, but, but it is crazy because we all agree that she's crazy talented, right? And that we, we, have yeah. no, we still don't know what her limits are. She could be the... It, she has, it it looks like there's we we could have the next Tia Tumi on our hands and um, mm-hmm. you know for us I I also wonder this what do you think about this Newts? Imagine you put all this effort into building the fastest race car in the world, and it's it's yeah. it, it becomes the day to race it, and the driver tells you he can't race it, and the dimensions of that cockpit were built specifically for that driver. I, what I'm basically saying is is I wonder how hard this is on Matt. And the team, all the all the coaches well, over he, there that put all this problem, work over. Go ahead. Is is he the issue though? If if this is a problem and she's the pressure has come too much, do we then start looking at whether he has been a problem? Because I think Matt's mindset from the start has been, you know, win over everything else. And I think sometimes you're either born with that or you go through a lot of things to make you become like that. She kind of had the, you know, showing that she was. Um, of that same mindset, but if she's not, and he's sort of, you know, coached her along the way, do we start looking at how he's trained her and how, what kind of influence he's had over her? Yeah, 
Is he the problem? I don't know. Right. I, 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 I'm going to say that um, he, I'm going to say he's not. But but mm-hmm. fair enough. It, but 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 of course, the pressure um, that she puts on herself in order to make someone like Matt happy. I mean, I guess that's why you that's one of the reasons why you go work with Matt. Right. Because you're searching yeah. for that pressure. You want the pressure from the best. And then so that makes even less sense to me. I don't know. I just I know we are speculating, but I just think if you've signed up for that, you know how 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 hardcore it's going to be to then suddenly bail at the last minute. just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But. Again, we're all speculating. Yeah. She but should anyway, come, I'm going to jump come on. Because... She should come on this show. Um, <laughs> she should. Yeah, if I, I can come on from across the, <laughs> the other side of the world, then it seems good. Um, but no, I'm going to leave you guys to it because I know what the uh, chat gets like. So I'll leave you guys to it. Just everyone's just loving your voice. You. So don't worry. No one's starting to hate <laughs> me yet. All right. um, but no, I just wanted to say thank you as well to you guys because you actually got me into CrossFit. I, I joined an affiliate about four months ago now. So. Yeah, it's it's been life changing. So thank you, and keep going with all the hard work because it's so appreciated. And I listen every day on my drive to work. So thank you yeah, for your support. Good work. Yep, nice hearing your voice. <laughs> You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Caller, hi. Yo, seven. What's up? Dude? It's Jason from the comments. Oh, hey, what's up, brother? How are you? Thanks. Hey. Um. So, uh. Anyways, first off, a big fan of the show. Thank I. You. Can I ask uh, you a question my, before you say something? Yeah. Yep, go for it. In any way, do you think that I am being hateful towards transgender people or homosexuals or straight people by having serious concerns about an 11-year-old boy being paraded around on national TV's biggest stage dressed as a girl with famous adults telling them it's so cool that you know yourself? Do you think in any way I'm being hateful, even a tiny bit? Um, no, absolutely not. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay, go on. I feel validated. Go on. Oh, what was your question? Okay. No. Awesome. Uh, okay. So I think that it's way more likely that it's not due to pressure. I think that, uh, like, I, I think it's, I think one, it could be drugs. We obviously don't know, but it's, I think it could be drugs. I think it could be something with the family. Uh, I think something like that is way more likely. When you say uh, the family, say, though, you mean mom and dad, or you mean the family like is in the um, uh, HWPO family? Oh, like mom and dad. Okay. Like someone closer in her family, like someone's sick or someone has cancer, something, you know, something happened like that. I think that's way more likely just because of all the, the, the timing of it all is really, really weird. Um, but let's just say I'll, I'll side with you for one second and let's say it is due to pressure. This is my opinion. If it that's the case, I think that she shouldn't be a professional athlete then. I think that as a professional athlete, you rise in the face of pressure. That's when you are at your best is when you face the pressure and you come up on top of it. I think if you can't handle that, then being an athlete was going to be very hard for you. I don't think you'd be able to maintain it. Um, and maybe this isn't the right path for her. If, this, if that's the case, what, uh, what th- there's this there's this professional fighter named uh, Rose uh, uh, Rose Thug Rose Rose Namajunas, Namajunas. Uh, and uh, she's a complete fucking head case, and she's probably one of the best female fighters who's ever lived on the planet. And uh, she'll have these fights where she destroys the best people in the world, and then she'll have a fight against just some rando, and she, and she she won't engage him, she won't fight him, 
and it's it's bizarre. Yeah. But but they always say it's just because of our headspace. Let me propose this to you, Jason. Let me propose this to you. Okay. The reason why so many people thinks it's dr- it's drugs or things like that is because that's what they can relate to. Meaning, but but none of us can relate to what I propose is the problem, which is what it's like having a million followers on Instagram and everyone telling you you're the greatest. And so since we can't relate to that, we go to what we can relate to and it make it clouds our thinking. We have we have bias, we're but we're so biased. We're so biased in because of what we're capable of versus what they're what they're going through. Any thought any thoughts on that? It, it's it's well, here. Let me give you the example. It's the same thing with when someone drives by in a Lamborghini, and someone's like, "What a fucking waste of money!" I bet you they're spoiled. Like they start they start coming with all these reasons yeah. other than what really happened. That's a sixty two year old man who fucking worked his ass off at a fucking McDonald's uh, for the first ten years of his life, then eventually bought a McDonald's, then owned three McDonald's, and now owns fifteen McDonald's and and uh, and bought a Lamborghini because we can't even mm-hmm. fucking imagine. The hard work that came. That's what. What do you think about that? I got. I got a little fired up there. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I like it. Um, I think that. So when. Damn, Sevon, you nailed me. Good job, Jason. Thanks for coming. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. So I think that when we all go through that uh, that pressure. So, like for example, when I competed in track and I did, I went to state. You feel that pressure, and to you, what did you do? What did you do in track? What what event? Hurdles. Okay. Yeah, that's so, a lot of pressure. I, I feel you. That's crazy. So, so at, at that time, it feels like you are like Mal in a way. Like you have all the pressure. There's so many people like watching you, your parents. Like at that time, it, that's what it feels like. You don't know anything outside of that. Like that's just like at that moment, you have the butterflies. You feel all that pressure. And for me, it, it would be like me being at the, at the starting line and being like, no, I don't want to, I'm not going to do this because it's too much pressure and then walking away. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like as an athlete, like I just, I me person, and that's why I don't think it's pressure because I think that she's very talented and she's obviously really good at CrossFit. So I just, did you use like drugs as an athlete? As an athlete? Mindset, did you use drugs? No. As, no. Okay. No. I like, but with the mindset of an athlete, like you would step up to that line and you would go. So that's why in my pushback is it just doesn't make sense. Other than if it is pressure, then I don't think that she has that athlete mindset. How old are you? That's what I'm thinking. I'm 31. Okay, so you're still you're young too. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I hear you. Uh, we don't see eye to eye on it, but I hear you. I mean, I, uh, you know, it, I I hear you. I'm in and, and, and I'm yeah. I'm biased. Uh, I, I I'm have so much drug denial anyway, but but I still think I'm right. I think I'm 100 percent right. But thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Can I ask you a quick question, Seven? Sure. And not nine and a half inches limp. Okay, that's good. Um, do you do you think that you are kind of protecting Mal in a way by saying it's not drugs? Like, are you like you are? Are you trying to deny that? Like that mindset? Like, do you not want to believe that that it's that that it could be that, and that's why? I don't know if that makes sense. To you. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. it's just totally fair. It's totally fair. You you're trying to figure out is my measuring stick uh, straight? Like w- where's my bias? I I don't yeah. know. Let me let me process that. I, I don't I don't I don't I I want to like say no, any, but I could be being dishonest to you. I don't know. Like, I just don't, like if I, any other athlete pulled out, would you be like automatically say no, it can't be drugs? 
Like, are you just like towards athletes in general? Like you're just, your first thing is like, there's no way and it can't be, or Dude, is, it, is it just Mal? I was at an event one time. Okay. I was at a CrossFit okay. games event and an athlete basically told me that they were pulling out and that they were going to fake an injury because they had taken a home test saying that they popped. No, they didn't say that they popped, that their testosterone levels were too high. They didn't even mm -hmm. – and I'm like, how the fuck did you just did, – did that just come out of your mouth? Wow. And this person did fake the injury, and they immediately <clears throat> tested – they tested that person right on the spot. I can't remember what, what happened, if that person tested positive or not. So uh, um, I, I, I saw it happen once. Uh, I was, I was, I was fucking shocked. I couldn't believe this person even said mm. it. this person said it to uh, Dave Castro and me and then tried to leave the venue and Dave had them sequestered. Like, wow. Yeah. It was the whole thing was crazy, dude. That's and I remember insane. who's I that said anything. Who's that? I know it's so weird. And, and there was that big dude, uh, who was, uh, that big, he had the big dude keep him there. Uh, big motherfucker, Olympic lifting coach. What's that guy's name? I cannot believe I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, he used to work at the uh, University of San Diego. Uh, uh, he was a strength and conditioning coach for their football team. Uh, uh, Stefan Roche. No idea. Stefan Roche. Yeah. He's giant, giant fucking man. Hulk of a man. And he kept the athlete there with a couple other dudes, and they made him stay there and test him. It was nuts. I can't remember. I, wish I could remember what happened. Uh, Dave, might, Dave, Dave might come on the show today. Maybe I'll ask. Maybe that's even in Dave's yeah. book, that story. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Jason. Someone here, uh, uh, Semper uh, 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 Deli Food wrote to me, Sevon is working for CrossFit to steer people away from thinking she popped. Not good for the brand. There's no – I've never seen anyone get any favoritism. And I was almost even concerned with how eager Greg, uh, Greg uh, Dave was to pop the athletes. He would have loved to have popped Rich or Matt or mm -hmm. Annie. Like he, Dave was hungry to pop someone to to fight back the narrative that he would ever protect anyone. And so you think Dave would have? So you I think Dave would would uh, have someone go and test Mal right that right dude, now. Dude, she'd be she, right now. She'd be getting fucking filleted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, I don't know. I, it sounds like they have serious money issues. Maybe they don't even have the money to send someone to go test now. But there's no way in fucking hell I'm I I'm it might be a personal issue why I feel like I have to protect Mal, but there's no fucking way I'm trying to protect CrossFit. Or or, okay. or fair enough. But I but I just don't think it's drugs. I just I just don't. I think she cracked. Okay. I think it's too much pressure. But I appreciate yeah, I your call because it made me it yeah. made me come yeah. up with that theory that I think that the reason why a lot of other people think it's drugs is because they don't have the experience you have. And I know hurdles has got to be fucking scary, scarier than just running around the track too. So yeah, but I think, like, even if you were, like, six years old and you were, like, competing in a sport, like, you would feel so much pressure, too. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like yeah. you don't. One of my it, sons, every time I take yeah. him to a jiu-jitsu tournament, he cries and won't go out there. Yeah. And I, and, but, but I never speculate that he's on the juice. <laughs> yeah, but then you think, yeah, but you push your kid out there, right? You push your kid out there. I would think that Matt would be like, no, you got to do this. Uh, I, I here's, here's what I think. I don't know this. I think that, um, uh, uh, whoever her agent is, I, I think it's O'Keefe, but I'm not 100% sure. But I'm, I'm guessing that O'Keefe and Matt pulled her aside and tried a variety of different things. And I think one of the things yeah. that they said to her was, yo, bitch, 
This is your fucking chance. Sack it up. <laughs> and then they and then they stood back and looked at her reaction and they're like, oh, she's going to crack. And then they yeah. pulled back and they switched the story. I dude, I honestly, I don't think anyone's more devastated than Matt Fraser. And and, yeah, uh, and, and you, yeah. you guys know I like to be prickly and fuck with Matt, but I my, my heart breaks for Matt to be honest because I yeah. think Matt put his fucking heart and soul into this girl, and I think he's tripping. Mm-hmm. So I, believe you. Um, yep. I don't even think he cares what other people think. I think he's like more practical than that. Like fuck, I put in all this work. Maybe he could dress up like Mal, you know, compete and, in the women's division. He could. And he's not going to be able to share that with anyone because people will think he's a dick for that. But he's not a dick for that. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Let me read this one more time before you get off the phone, Jason. Uh, Kara Bear Fitness. She's 19 years old. She's been in the limelight for years, and she'd rather step back than potentially miss on the big stage and be slated. And there's nothing wrong with that. She's uh, never mind. Forget it. I don't understand what that means. Okay. I thought it was going to be good. I apologize for wasting your time. Okay. No, you're good. All right. Thank you for taking my call, though. I All appreciate right, it. Yeah. Thank you for pushing back. Yeah. Have a good one. All right. Uh, I'd rather hear Caleb talk about the items on his mantle behind him. No, you don't. <laughs> Caller, hi. Yo. Hey. Oh, this is a. Gr- I haven't heard this theory. She's in love with Matt. Wow. Aren't we all to extent? Wow, that's a that's wow, that's a whole nother wow, Heidi. Okay, hi, caller. Hi, how's it going? Uh, good. Are you talking through a tin can with a string coming out of it? Let's try something. <laughs> how's that sound? Oh, you sound much better. Thank you. Can you hear me? I can. The floor is yours. Dynamite. Um. Yeah. I just. Uh, I mean, first of all, I think that all the speculation here is. A little bit silly, but if we're going to go ahead and pick a lane and say, like, is she juicing or is this just nerves or pressure? I'm of the mindset that it's just nerves or pressure. And, you know, what a lot of people are saying about her just being 19 years old and, like, not being ready for this stage is, uh, I, I kind of agree with it to an extent because if you think about, like, Matt's plan for her over the past couple of years here and how he's kind of sequestered her competitively, not letting her compete at Rogue not letting her do something like Dubai, only doing team events at Wadapalooza. It's like put a lot of pressure. Like, all right, I really have to like display my fitness come semifinals. Do we, and do we know that? Do, has, has that? Is that is that something public? What you just said that Matt's, Matt has said, hey, I don't want her competing at those events. Yeah, so I, I do remember him specifically saying so about okay. Rogue. Like, hey, if your goal is like winning the CrossFit Games, okay. we have to ignore this other stuff, work on building your strength, building your base and doing things correctly. Um, and, you know, giving you a long career. And so that really puts a lot of pressure to perform on these particular competition dates. And, you know, we, yeah, we can think about other 19 year olds, you know, think, you know, pro basketball players, college basketball players, college football players, they have a lot more opportunities for live competition on a, you know, week to week, month to month, year to year basis, you know, a a professional uh, basketball player, is playing, you know, 80 games a year, well, college, maybe like 30, 40 games a year, but that's a lot of times to get in front of a crowd, display your athleticism. Sometimes things go right. Sometimes things go wrong, but if you have one bad game, it doesn't end your season. You get to keep on playing the next game. Whereas in CrossFit, it's a much different uh, stimulus where if you have one bad weekend that ends your season, people get to speculate about what's wrong with you for the next 12 months. 
fair. So that's why I think people saying like, oh, she doesn't have like the competitive edge is a little harsh because this sport's a lot different than other sports as far as frequency of competition and the fact that she's been particularly um, sequestered in the frequency of her competition this year. Like, I really wonder, like, yeah, Matt had this big plan of her not competing all year. If she was allowed to go and do those other competitions, have fun and like, you know, really um, flex her competitive muscle, if she would be in a much better headspace right now. That is, of course, assuming that that's what the reasoning for her pulling out is. Her, her quote is, um, sometimes we face personal challenges that demand our attention and care. It's important to prioritize our well-being and embrace the support of loved ones. I'm not, I don't know what any of that means. but um, and, then, uh, uh, and then then she goes on to say, remember, life isn't just about winning trophies or achieving goals. Well, of course not. It's about getting $350,000, but uh, it's about finding balance. I don't know if I agree with that either. Taking care of ourselves and cherishing the moments that truly matter. I, I don't know what she's saying. I'll be taking this time to focus on what's important to me. Okay, that's cool. And I appreciate your understanding during this period. I wish the best of luck to my teammate competitors. Yeah, I mean, anyone that thinks that Mal owes anything to us is fucking crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone should just want one thing that hope that she's like that she's truly okay, that she's not being tormented by her brain, right? Hey, even if, hey, here's the thing. Even if she, let's say it is steroids, that means she's still tormented in her brain. That means she's tripping. But I, but I don't think it is. But I don't think it is. If it is simply like head games and like she's not (laughs) mentally there, would you prefer she just send out a post saying, I'm nervous as fuck right now. I can't do this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The voices are so fucking loud. I'm so fucking nervous. I can't do it. And then just that, sh- that's what you want just, her caption to be. Yeah. And then it just shows her running out into the desert with her fucking hair on fire. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. Or how about just a black square and it says I'm out. <laughs> that works too. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. I would prefer so much. Uh, I prefer, uh, I would really prefer that. Hey guys, I'm fucking tripping balls. I can't, I mean, I would just be like, damn. Hey, I get it. Well, I've been there. Have you ever tripped balls? Have you ever had to go uh, speak? Have you ever been like, have you ever had to perform in a play? Yeah, I did phenomenal. You did phenomenal? Okay, well, fuck you then. It was third grade. <laughs> you murdered it? <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> uh, uh, Mary, fuck or kill. Dan Bailey, Sporty Beth, Eric Rosa. Um, I would, ooh, that's tough. I'm fucking Dan Bailey. Who is the middle one? I, I just blacked out. Uh, sporty Beth. Okay, so you marry Dan Bailey. Fair. Uh, and then you have to kill or fuck Sporty Beth or Eric Rosa. Who's Sporty Beth? Right, good call. Hey, there's this girl on the internet who claims she has massive mental health issues. Like, that's kind of her platform. And then she made a video about me calling me the most toxic man in CrossFit. Can you imagine? Like, what does she think? I'm bulletproof? I almost killed myself because of that video she made about me. Well, I hope you get the help you need, Savon. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, appreciate it. Later, guys. Caller, hi. This show's crazy, Caleb. I have to go. What's though. up? Hey, what's I'm up? I'm tripping right now. What's up, man? It's Blade. <laughs> hey, what's up, brother? It's Hanny with Hanny with Hanny. Oh, I got to get you Hiller's phone number. Yeah, hey, I, I wasn't going to want to bug you. I was going to text you the stepbrother's gift, like, so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no, no, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you right now. I like it. Yeah, you caught me at the perfect time. I'm not doing. Oh, okay. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna touch up on um on the elephant in the room. Okay, just my two cents. Okay, and so there's a couple things like well, so being the champ, that's just not for everybody, and it's not for the most talented. Just because you're the best at something, you might being the champ might not be for you. Just the whole lifestyle of it. You know what I mean? Um, someone said to me, uh, in a text thread, everyone wants to be a cowboy until it's time to do cowboy shit. <laughs> yep. And I think maybe it's Snoop Dogg said it a little different. Everyone wants to be a gangster until it's time to do gangster shit. Uh, exactly. Like just for, like just because you are probably the fittest woman in the world at the moment, you know, with the asterisk that 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 asterisk on Tia, obviously. But just because you, you're the fittest in the world doesn't mean like you're ready to be the fittest in the world. And and they call it pressure for a reason because enough of it will break someone or something. So don't you think and that so, that falls under the category of just uh, outside pressure? That, that I yeah, a, so, do I get a W in the win column? Is that close enough to what I'm saying? I I believe so because you, you got to think like what what could mitigate some of this pressure or fight it and in my opinion this, this is a me thing but I, I think self love just in general is lacking because you know you have somebody who knows they're dope as fuck and then they get called conceited and people try to bring them down and if you can't make it past that layer of why are you so into yourself then you could start conforming find yourself conforming to people no you got to know you're dope love yourself. Fuck everybody who says you're conceited. And then that love could reciprocate outward to whoever and whatever is needed. Think of it like a base of a pyramid. Your self-love is the base. And then the higher the pyramid is, is all the, all the other love. And so if your base isn't solid, your pyramid is going to fucking tip over like a pencil. Yeah. 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 You, you need that big flat self-love base. Um, regardless of man, fuck y'all, I'm dope. You you get a weird hairstyle, man. Fuck y'all, this hairstyle is dope as fuck. Hey, and you know what? The little bit I do know about you, the couple times I've had you on the show, and the bit that I text with you on a regular basis, uh, you 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 exude that. You look like a man. I always feel the love from you, and sometimes you'll just call me to check in on me and or text me, and I feel the love from you. But it's also clear that you put in a lot of self work. It's interesting. One of my closest friends in the world told me you should spend ninety percent of the day working on yourself, so that ten percent that you give to other people is full throttle, the best version of you. Exactly, and it's going to be potent. And so, who knows? Maybe the base of her pyramid just isn't as big as it needs to be, or maybe it's made of bullshit because she she gets it from this uh, um from this phone. But no, so that bullshit is her pyramid getting too tall. So her oh, base right, right. It, her base isn't wide, but her but it's tall as fuck because she's getting all this bullshit love yeah. and fake self love and fake support. Yeah. And it just got too tall without a good base and toppled over. So you just kind of ag- So you kind of agree with what Connor was proposing too and the fact that it's not just the bad stuff that comes on social media that that works people over it's the good stuff because it's just it's yeah. all, it's just all just the same shit that's just vapid it's not it's not it's not well, it doesn't it doesn't feed the soul. Yeah right because then, the then you you need it like like when you said um purging social media like these days could be a crazy thing. I remember like I just did it just to, as a it, it, social media has such an influence these days. I did it as a mental challenge. So you know how some people do 75 hard or hold 30. Yeah. 
I purged social media and the shit wasn't easy. Now, after like week two, it got easier. But the fact that purging social media has to be a conscious decision that you have to fight and then you pick your phone up and unlock it and then you go, what the fuck am I doing? With You don't even realize that you're getting on it until you're already logged in. I almost broke it so many times on accident. And so like this, this, that, this is like, could be a perfect storm of all that shit. Lack of, you know, possibly lack of self-love, possible too much fake love, possible, you know, PEDs, whatever it may be. But if, if there's a gun, if I'm putting money on the line, I'm thinking it's that lack of, I think it's that love pyramid that is just imbalanced. Well, you know what? If what you're over. saying is true, I can sort of see that in her write-up because she says I'll be taking time to focus on me on what's important. She mentions loved ones. So uh, you, you kind of helped me understand what she wrote. Right on, man. Well, yeah. So speaking of that, it's all love, and I'll go ahead and get up off here and continue listening, man. Okay, thanks for uh, calling in, and I sent you Hiller's phone number. Appreciate it, man. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, Elise Carr-Ridow. Sevon has definitely tripped over balls. Just a room full of balls. Uh, the uh, Jeremy Eat World, the more I think about it, the more I think it's not so much about social media. Tia is out this year. It's hers for the taking. It would take something bigger to derail you. I, uh, I appreciate your money. I couldn't uh, disagree with you anymore. I, I don't, I don't, that doesn't even land on me a, a little bit, but, but thank you. You can say anything you want if you pay me. Uh, uh, Taylor Hoffman, uh, I don't get why everyone withdraws uh, why don't they mentally tell themselves this isn't my year and do the best they can? Hey, dude, it's it's um, I I think it's just something that's really hard to relate to, and and the 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 fear. I think it's real. I really do. Uh, okay, thanks everyone. Uh, great show. Uh, sounds like there could be a live show tonight. Uh, I've, I've been trying to get Dave on for a while. I'm going to see if I can get him to come in here tonight. Uh, if I do, it'll be a late night show, I'm guessing 7 p.m. Um, Caleb, thanks. What a surprise to have you on today. That's cool. Be here for the rest of the weekend. Don't you dare, Jeremy. Thank you for the $2. Caleb, do you have any interest in saying that? Uh, but does he? Oh, thank you. Okay. So I'm not allowed to say that word. Uh, uh, Austin. Oh, yeah, I like this. Austin with the last. I don't think she did steroids, me neither. But if she did, maybe it was pressure of social media and being the dominant force led her to do PEDs. I'm, I'm not giving her an out either. I'm not trying to make an excuse for her. Um, I just, uh, hey, David, bye bye, bye bye to you, bye bye. Uh, oh shit, my dog's hungry. Oh, look at this. Uh, Dave Castro called Sevon up and told him to push the narrative away from PEDs to cover for CrossFit. God, you're such a douche. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, vindicate. Finally. Oh, my God. An hour and 38 minutes into the show. If Mal wore a CEO shirt, she'd be okay. Oh, my goodness. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, if, if, uh, are you going to be on tonight's show? If I can get him, it'll be late for you. Yeah. I have an early flight tomorrow, but I'm not getting any sleep anyway. Where are you going? You going to Orlando? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Dude. You're like a diehard CrossFitter. I just have a friend who's competing. So. Oh, all right. 
Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, Mal O'Brien, uh, Mallory O'Brien. Uh, uh, um, uh, I was going to say Matt Castro. Uh, Matt Fraser, uh, Sammy uh, Marconi, uh, that guy who came from Comp Train, um, Harry, Harry Powley, uh, Matt O'Keefe. I hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, I'm sure it's a wild time. It kind of reminds me of when uh, last year we had the Daniel Brandon thing, right? Switching camps. Um, anyway, much love to you. Thank you to all of you whose names I just mentioned for being uh, strong and letting uh, the media swirl around you. Um, I hope uh, Mal heals up quickly. I hope all you guys heal up quickly. Um, thanks for being so powerful and putting so much time uh, into the efforts of CrossFit so that the rest of us in the media can um, play pundits. And uh, I, 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 on one hand, it's, I want to apologize for anything that we may have done that, that added fuel to the fire and caused more problems for you, but it would be kind of insincere to say that because this is what we do. But um, thank you, and uh, yeah, have a good one. We'll see you guys around. Bye-bye.